At the T-minus three-minute mark, tape recorders on board the spacecraft were turned on. These recorders record both voice and data. This is WOMLP operating out of Burlington, Vermont, 105.9 The Radiator. It is the rocket ship, rocket shop, sorry, and I'm your host, Tom Proctor. With me tonight is Scuzz. Hello. Hi. Hey. What's going uh, on? Uh, how's it going? Um, how's, how's your day been? It's, it's been a great day. Yeah. Yeah. It's a beautiful day. A bit of, bit of everything, if I can be honest. Yeah? <laughs> All right. Well, we'll, we'll get more into that in a minute. We do like to kick it off with the song, though. So what have you got for us? song called Blue Green.
wrapping up uh, this show tonight. Uh, sorry, what was the name of the track again? Blue Green. Blue Green. Um, I didn't notice that track on either of the two demos that are on your Bandcamp. So yeah. is this uh, is this a sign of of new things happening? Is this uh, the uh, the sign that an album might be in the works? Maybe. Yeah, that that'd be spectacular. Um, <laughs> yeah, we don't have that recorded anywhere, so. It's, it's here now. This one's a big Heavy World exclusive. Yeah. I love yep. that. Um, do you want to go around and uh, quickly introduce all y yourselves as well? Yeah, I guess I'll start. I'm Dylan Hancock, bass and vocals. I'm uh, Joe, Joseph or whatever. Um, <laughs> Kulots, uh, guitar, accordion. Yeah. Hey, uh, Stephen Ashlock, drums and vocals because I like it and it's fun. Oh, uh, vocals while being a drummer is uh, no easy task. Uh, how how is that in terms of like breathing and uh, actually just being able to yeah be staying conscious? Yeah, I mean, I'm a, I'm a little out of breath right now, but uh, it's it's just fun. I do it anyway with no mic, so when I do have a mic, it's like extra fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It yep. must be even harder without a mic. <laughs> Can't um, stop yeah. So um, yeah, tell us a little bit about, about your background. Uh, when do you when did Skuz form? How did you guys know each other? When did you get together? Well, Joe kind of has an interesting outlook onto it because he wasn't originally in the band, but oh, yeah, yeah, Dylan met uh, Steve on Craigslist. Um, not the personal ads. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and these dudes are jamming, and you know, I played music too, and hadn't really formed a band with anyone, and we had this really funny experience at our house and. <laughs> This dude got really drunk and spilt a bunch of beer on our living room floor and ended up taking off his socks, wiping all the beer up with his socks. And we're like, probably shouldn't play music with this dude. <laughs> He's the guy who connected Dylan and I, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> so, so he did one good thing, you know. Yeah. And Joe is roommates with Dylan, too. Yeah, yeah, we're right. roommates. Oh, I Just see. figured we'd ask the guy upstairs to play guitar with us, and yeah. it worked well. Really. <laughs> And the Skuz was born. I gotta say, Skuz um, is is a punk rock name in the same way like, like White Snake is a is a '80s hair metal name. Um, I was actually surprised that there wouldn't be another punk band called Skuz out there, or is there? And you've come across issues of copyright. Yeah, I think there is one in Great Britain somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah. but why why punk rock? Why? I mean, I'm definitely getting like Ramones feels from you. It's definitely like early punk scene kind of style although your songs last about three times as long as uh as kind of like that, that kind of old school punk so but why why what gravitated you towards that particular genre i think i kind of started that one um i've played all kinds of music i think it was maybe three or four years ago just started listening to uh buzzcocks and television and bands that are kind of from that era and wanted to play it uh, just like any other reason for me to play something is because I listen to it. I'm like, I want to do that. Um, so I brought that to the table. And, you know, I think we all have a variety of interests for sure that um, we kind of ground ourselves in punk rock, but we bring, we definitely bring other things to the table too. Got it. Do, does the other band members share the kind of same love for punk? Or is this, is, is this kind of a musical journey, a new musical journey for yourselves? And you a musical can... journey. I mean, I'm not like, I haven't dove super deep down into the punk scene. I mean, I mean my first band, um, you know, basement band in Maine. I'm from Maine. Um, 
and we're called Chum, and we're like sort of punk. <laughs> you know, it was like three chords, and I was like 15 years old, you know. Um, but Dylan's definitely brought the punk to the table, and it's great, you know. I love bringing what I can, you know. And punk rock, man. Yeah, yeah it's, it's a good feeling. Yeah, it's, it's, I definitely, yeah, growing up, high school, starting the first band, it was a punk band. You know, listening to, I grew up in California, like Distillers, Nerve Agents, AFI, Tsunami Bomb, all these great bands that just bring joy and fun and fun shows and energy. And yeah, no, that's, it was, it was definitely a love of mine for a long time. And then for a while I was in different bands that, you know, straight away and were more, you know, di different types of music. And, and yeah, we came back together and was a little rocking and it's definitely a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, and punk deserves to be played live. I mean, really, that's the kind of medium... I mean, obviously, a lot of music deserves to be played live, but uh, as the kind of energy that punk rock brings um, is is that kind of is it that kind of uh, do you try and find yourselves in those spaces, or are you kind of more more kind of you do this for yourself in your own basement and you kind of get a few things down sometimes, or do you do you try and go and play live as much as possible? We've uh, struggled a little bit to find some gigs in the last few months. Um, Strange we, that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, we're really happy to be here. Um, we did a string of shows at Riding High in the fall and one in the summer. Um, just such a funny scene. We we love playing there. Uh, just playing to people walking down Battery Street, and you have somebody pull up to the red light, roll down their window, and they're like, <laughs> <laughs> and then in 30 seconds they're gone. And it's like, all right, that was cool. Um, and then we played at Swan Dojo a couple times, and we really like playing there too. Um, and then we're just trying to move to other places, but I think we'll we'll be uh, contacting Red and High in the spring because yeah, we just love playing there. How I've never heard of anyone else playing on that rooftop. I saw <laughs> it on your Facebook, and I was like, how did I miss this? And why did no one tell me about it? How did that whole thing get set up? Are you do you guys work there, or do you know the owner? What how how did that gig happen? Yeah, just went to Riding High one day and talked to Big John. And I said, hey, I heard you've had shows here in the past. Um, what would you say about hosting another one? And he said, yeah, yeah let's let's do it. Just can't play past 10 because then the cops show up. <laughs> they are very close. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. yep. Uh, I, I'm glad that you maybe annoyed BPD for, for an hour and a half or whatever uh, by playing very loudly in front of their, in front of their shop. Um, yeah, so you did that a few times over the summer. Uh, did, do you ever get like a crowd down the bottom, bottom kind of like watching you or over on Battery Street or was it mostly just the cars that went past? Small crowd, yeah. yeah. And there's other bands too. Definitely want to um, give the, the reps to the other bands that were that were there too. Yeah. Yeah, so it's a great gig, great place for a gig though. Um, and obviously you mentioned Swan Dojo as well, which is a great punk rock venue in that it's just kind of a punk space, as in it can kind of be used for anything and it's all just artistic expression and anything kind of is allowed there. Uh, super hot, obviously, in yeah. that place as well. So how how yeah. how was that gig? That must have been, you know, everyone's sweating, sweaty. bodily fluids. Yeah. The one in June was sweaty. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah, the so I, uh, I worked on Farmers and Foragers food truck on the waterfront and I had a... Uh, accident with i don't know if you're familiar with the things that you make whipped cream with yeah you yep. know you stick your nitrous i had one blow up in my hand <laughs> the day before 
and this hand was literally like a baseball. I forgot about that. And I was like, oh my god. I was like, Dylan, like, my hand, I'm broke, dude. I'm broken. And I was like, I got this. So, played the show, you know, it's super punk rock, you know. Big old Bundy. I could just like grip the pick, but I, it was an incredible show. Super sweaty. Yeah, the uh, Rose McCann band played after us. Mm. They brought all their friends, and I think they all saw like two or three songs from us. And we we're like, "Where did all these people come from? <laughs> this is awesome!" Uh, yeah, it's great. Do you guys do the old school kind of punk thing by like going into the crowd and giving someone a Charlie horse and getting into a mosh pit, or do you, are you kind of stick to the stage? We're working towards that. Now yeah, <laughs> like if I didn't have a bass around my neck, I'd do that. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, I, I would. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Um, I mean, the advantage of playing uh, kind of the, the drum that you've got is that uh, uh, even if you've got your hand all bandaged up, punk has to kind of, you have to have kind of, it, it can't be too tight. It's going to be, got to be a little bit loose. Um, as you, uh, How do you kind of approach that? Is there ever a point where you're kind of playing like, actually, guys, this is, we are way too, we, we are sticking everything on time. Everything sounds too good. We need, <laughs> we need to get them sloppy. Love to throw curveballs. That's like my number one favorite thing. So I warn them every now and then I'm gonna throw a curveball in this one, and it's it just keeps it fun and you know interesting. You just like play off beat for a couple, or do a different bits. fill, or yeah. do something I haven't done before. And I mean that's the benefit of drums. I don't have any notes or chords or anything. So, so definitely benefit. <laughs> some thousand yard stairs up here. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yep. uh, well, we'd love to hear another song, so we got for us. Cool. It's called The Wraith.
So, as we sort of mentioned earlier, uh, you guys got two demos out. Um, I mean, as you uh, formed, I think, what, in the summer of last year? Not even nine months ago? 2020. Oh, 2020? Uh, spring. No, I'm sorry. Spring 2019. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I, I'm, I was basing this on how, how late your Facebook goes to. But I'm oh, assuming okay. that came later on. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, tell me about the recording process. It says that you, you played the whole thing in your kitchen. At least in the first one, the dining demo. Yeah. yeah. How how did that that go about? How did you uh, how did you get the, uh, the all the equipment to, to kind of work and, and sound good and uh, yeah. Credits uh, out to our other roommate Patrick Markley. Pat. Um, bass player bass extraordinaire. Bass player extraordinaire, yeah. fretless. Um, very known in in Burlington. He has all the equipment, you know, and snaked it up to his bedroom and. Or no, dying demo. He he recorded downstairs. Yeah. Um. See all this this house that they live in. It's it's a musical paradise. I'm just gonna say because <laughs> I live in a tiny apartment in Virgins and I love it. It's great, but I play drums and it's hard to play in a small apartment. And they have mics and three drum sets and every single mic and recording thing you ever need. So it was it was great. It was nice to be able to record in in y'all's space. Because yeah, your house is basically a recording studio, just just as is, just just on a regular day, it's basically a recording studio. Yeah, the dining room is permanently that, and a place for us to play, and a place for other friends and yeah. folks to just come play music. Wow, so our basement also is, it's like the grungy, like in the summertime, <laughs> it's it's amazing because it's cooler down there, and we have like a little mini stage. 
can't really play on the stage, but <laughs> we haven't tried. You got a duck. We should do it. Yeah, you know, dirt floor, typical 1800s Burlington basement. You know, um, yeah, it's gross. Yeah, so we have like best of both worlds. You know, we can get really naughty downstairs. You know, and very professional. Yeah. Class it up yeah. upstairs. Yeah. Yes. yeah, I love that. There's a stage that no one can actually stand on. That's kind of defeating the point of a stage. Yeah, <laughs> yeah past. Uh, Past tenants built yeah. it. So, yeah. <laughs> when people were a lot smaller. Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, nutrition wasn't good back in the day. Yeah. Um, true. And uh, and so this this house sounds like it's an actual kind of venue for a lot of bands, not just your own. Um, who do you have coming through the place? And and do you ever kind of chop and change? You know, you kind of bring in a musician from another band, and then maybe one of you goes over to to a a, a band in turn, maybe like a band member exchange program. Yeah, that's that's it. Um, we've brought uh, one of our friends, Kevin, over many times to play. Great local player as well. Um, I play in a bluegrass folk group uh, that practices there from time to time. Um, porch Dwellers, they're awesome. Yeah. Oh, I know por the Porch Dwellers. Porch Dwellers, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, let's see, Pat has got a bunch of bands, too, that he rehearses with. I mean, some of the people he plays with are... are Phenomenal, and I just sit in the living room yeah. and I get a free show. So, um, yeah, it's it's a, f a good place to be. Yeah, it no. sounds it. Um, and as a as a collective, do you do you ever play together in terms of like live gigs or anything like that, or is there a plan f to go forward and maybe you know all these people that come through to have a have a big or mini festival, I guess, in Burlington or something like that? Yeah, we've kind of done that before. We we did our damnest. Uh, um, in our basement uh, over the summer, just had as many people as we could, and I think we'll do it again. So uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't want to <laughs> invite the whole town, but <laughs> we we just yeah. Just don't say your address out loud on the right. radio. You probably get just you know <laughs> configurations of different musicians can be really fun and kind of haphazard, and that's yeah, that's what we like to do. Yeah, that's fantastic. Um, do you find any uh, for anyone else that also plays in other bands? Do you find any the the, the punk seeping in to your other bands or any kind of like a bluegrass seeping <laughs> into your punk <laughs> i mean for me i'm actually been i you know i've been basically playing with the with y'all um but i, I went home I, I should say home back back to the west coast in california for the first time in a while and i i remember my buddy who i was with in a band with back home uh Funktopus is our, our band from, from back in the day um but we we were jamming at, at this guy's new studio my friend brian he's in a band called the fell swoop great band as well in the bay area um, but he told me we we're playing. He's like, you play, "That's the punk vibe, man. This is fun." <laughs> so I got a little heavy when we were just jamming, you know, him and I um, back home. So that that's that's the first time in a while I've I've gotten that, and it felt pretty good. Oh, I love that. <laughs> um, yeah, and um, but you don't see any like bluegrass coming into this this kind of uh, territory, or is this like strictly okay? We're playing punk and punk only, and. If anyone brings a banjo in here, then it's immediately getting kicked out. Well, the next tune we're about to play is going to have some accordion. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it's kind of a, a B-side or a hidden track if we ever <laughs> get to that point. But uh, it's we love it. Um, Tell me a little bit more about getting to that point. So you got these two demos, both recorded in your house. Mm -hmm. Um, what's what's stopping you doing like the full the full thing? Because you've already got five songs down there, you know. You're you're halfway there, right? And then you've already played two songs tonight that I've not 
listened to so far, so that's yeah. seven. Yep. You you are you're within touching distance of a full album. Oh, we have it for sure. Uh, we have enough material. Um, I th- we we love doing the live recording, which is what we've done, and then overdubbed vocals. Um, but for the most part, the recording yeah has been live. Um, so it might just involve us finding a studio and just buckling down for the weekend and plugging it out. But uh, yeah, I think we could totally do it. Yeah. Well, looking forward to uh, hearing that. Yeah. Well, uh, I'm very keen to listen to this next track, the accordion. So yeah, we're gonna do a little instrument yeah, let's switcheroo. Let's see how the the accordion mics up too. Yeah. No, I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of bring the sound and see if I can. I mean, the accordion's loud as it is, so. I'll be honest. I've uh, never. I don't think I've ever heard a punk band play with an accordion before, so this is <laughs> going to be a new experience for me. We like to mix it up. Yeah, I also love the sound of an accordion, so it's. it's I, I feel like the two things might be a bit discordant, but I'm going to find out, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got to give credit to my mom. It's her piano. Er, it's her squeeze box. Oh, Spe- no way. Speaking of moms, I got to say it on the radio right now. It's my mom's birthday oh. right now, and I love you, mom, and happy birthday. <laughs> Happy birthday, Steve's mom. <laughs> <laughs> Mrs. Steve, I think she's called. Yeah, Miss, Mrs. Steve. <laughs> and uh, what's this track called, by the way? The Bear. The Bear. This song's about a, a close encounter I had with a bear in Virginia. I walk north in Shenandoah, a backpack on my back. A man walked south, he paused. He made me skip a track. I saw a bear down yonder there, not ten minutes ago. This I tell you and I advise you Make your presence known The man he then faded into the tunnel of trees As quickly as he appeared I was on my own, presence unknown Towards the bear that I feared I continue down the trail Searching for this beast 
a big black bear with long black hair came looking for a feast. and at the ready. The bumbly beast, he stumbled toward me. I turned around and steadied. Face the bear, don't turn your back. I remember someone say, the bear, he stared till I did back and slowly moved away. I walk north in Shenandoah At the end of a long, hot, sunny day I stared down a bear with long black hair And continued on my way there with the bear what a great story as well uh glad you uh, came out of that one uh, unscathed yeah yeah i was i was followed by a black bear for a little while i was like the song says i was on my own there's no one else around me um but makes for a good story i guess yeah absolutely <laughs> they also look quite cute from a distance but i'm assuming once you start getting stalked by one their uh, their fuzzy cuteness kind of starts giving way to menace yeah. <laughs> a tad <laughs> Um, uh, Joe, I wanted to, to mention the, the accordion playing. Uh, fantastic, by the way. Absolutely love an accordion. Um, wasn't sure how that was going to sound, but I definitely ended up getting uh, some Dropkick Murphy vibes from, uh, from the track, actually. Totally. Um, the one thing uh, I, I noticed in your bio is that you mentioned you've got some Romany 
um, influence. So I was wondering if that is directly the accordion, or is there other elements as well that you kind of draw from the Romany uh, with your Romany kind of influence? Like like polka, sorta. So yeah, I grew up. My dad played professionally in like a German polka band, um, and I started taking lessons when I was like. 11 maybe I don't remember and it, maybe like five years in it was like middle school I was like oh man people think this is lame dude I'm like, <laughs> like I'm not gonna pick up any chicks with an accordion <laughs> <laughs> and so I like but I wish I wish I did keep you know I, I know how to still I know how to play mm -hmm. but I feel like if I kept with it I could have just like brought it to the next level but yeah you know it's it's in my blood you know I'm, I'm yeah. Polish you know so I, I love like a sort of sound of an accordion. Yeah. I, I once upon a time, uh, I lived in a uh, in a kind of commune house in in Buenos Aires, and there was this uh, accordion player called Gustavo, which Ooh. because of course he was, and God, he could make you weep with that thing. It was gorgeous, and ever since then, I've yeah. just loved the sound of the accordion. I, I love a good like Edith Piaf influence, mm. you know, like that like sorrow like French, mm -hmm. you know. <laughs> Just so sad, you know. <laughs> I, I think like an accordion, almost unlike any, uh, in a in a stronger way than almost any other musical instrument, can really take you to a specific place, like mm -hmm. geographically, as you say, like France or yeah. know, an underground bar with uh, someone weeping into a glass yeah. of red wine or something, <laughs> you know. Um, but do you use the accordion in a lot of your tracks, or is it is it specifically the bear that you you play in? It is specifically yeah. the bear, although we've been told like. We Can we well, have more of trying that? Trying to get him yeah. to do more. Yeah. We want more yeah. punk poker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we got to do it. Yeah. yeah. I would like to petition for more accordion as well, please. Yeah. yeah. Um, obviously, that song was drawing from personal experience. Really good story of, uh, of, of you in the woods in Virginia. Um, uh, do you tend to write songs about personal experience or is it, is it more about just, just expression and it's more abstract and, and it's not quite so kind of story based? Yeah, it is personal experience for sure. Uh, the highs and the lows. Um, I'm writing a song currently that we're kind of fleshing out uh, about the eviction of the Sears Lane mm -hmm. camp. Um, so kind of taking it from personal experience to a place of local politics. Um, I listen to The Clash a lot, and um, some of their songs are directly related to where they grew up, very place-based songs. Mm -hmm. and I'm like, I want to do that, so giving it a go. Eaton Rifles is an absolute classic on that one, actually. Mm. Uh, yeah, um, and uh, I can't think of a, a a better way to tell the Sears Lane story than through music, to be honest, because uh, I think it does need to get heard a lot more. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people kind of flooded the radar for a lot of people, and it really shouldn't have. Right. Um, but yeah, really glad, really glad you're doing that. Were you down there yourself? Were you were you staying there uh, there at the time, or did you were you there just in solidarity? No, I didn't go to any of the. Um the gatherings, I guess you could mm. say a loose term. Um, but I have passed that camp many times. Mm. I did actually go to one of the rallies on Church Street and got to hear um, many different voices. And uh, a friend of mine has been very active in that as well. So that and uh, it's all over seven days. And yeah. I discovered uh, and <laughs> anybody can use this. It's no secret. Just take bits and pieces from newspaper articles and write a song like you can do that. And it's. 
I, when I discover that, I'm like, wait, <laughs> that's, that's kind of cool. Bob <laughs> Dylan actually used to use that fairly often. Uh, the talk, Talking Bear Mountain Picnic Massacre Blues is is which is a very long mouthful of a of a track, but you should li- give that a listen because he took that directly from a newspaper story. Yeah, yeah, it's, right. it's a good idea. I mean, the story's already like laid out in front of you, which is fantastic. Exactly. Um, so, uh, before I let you play your last song, um, have you got any gigs coming up? And if so, where? Mm. We're playing at the Monopole across the lake uh, in Plattsburgh on April 15th with TPR. And that's with our buddy Kevin, who I was talking about earlier, Kevin and his band. Um, and we really hope to have some more stuff uh, on the books and... I guess it's a good time as any to say that we're on Instagram, Scuzz2, uh, Facebook, Scuzz2, um, and Bandcamp, Scuzz2.bandcamp.com. Nice, yeah. yeah. Um, I'm assuming Bandcamp's where you can listen to the songs you've got out at the moment, which are the two demos yep. that I've heard. And is that where all the new music would be going if and when it comes? Absolutely. Excellent. Yep. Um, well, it's been an absolute pleasure having you in. Um, uh, and uh, we'd love to hear one last track. So, what have you got to play that with? It's kind of a new singer. <laughs> I gotta get all the things flowing. Um, yeah, thank you so much for having us. Really appreciate it. Um, we're gonna play a song called Bandwagon. It might be 30 seconds, actually. Knew I had to do something while I was talking. It's uh, very difficult to tune and talk at the same time, I've been told. I'm going to (laughs) try. Going down a half step like some of those those Green Day tracks.
All right, Skez playing is out there with Bandwagon, guys. Thank you so much for coming in. I appreciate it. Yeah, thank thanks you. Thank you. Yeah, thanks. Not at all. Looking forward to seeing you on the top of Riding High again in the summer. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, you can join us next week when we got Obi, uh, the voice guard, coming in. I will not be here because I'll be on vacation, but I'm sure we'll have someone over here filling in. Um, but that's all we've got for time for tonight. This is to be WOMMLP operating out of Burlington, Vermont, 105.9 The Radiator, The Rocket Shop. I've been your host, Tom Proxer, and good night. Yeah, thank you.